0: Uh, welcome, everybody. It's New Year's Eve 2020. And this is episode 42 of Running 44 at 60. Which is getting ever closer. It's only 142 days away. Whoa. Not quite so blase about it now as I was uh, when it was like 1,042 days away. So I'm really, uh, I, am, I am looking forward to it. I'm near, oh, and by the way, I've nearly sorted out. I've got a plan. I can't announce it yet because I've sorted it out finally. But I want to raise some money uh, when I'm doing the Classic Quarter. So my plan is £100 a mile. So £4,400 is what I'm going for. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to work with a charity that offers benefits to kids in terms of music and sport. Because those are big things in, in my life as, as my family. And um, I've, got, I've got an idea, but I won't announce it yet because I haven't firmed it up yet and I don't want to jump the gun, uh, who I'm going to be working with. But um, I think i found a charity that will really benefit from that money and you know, bring great pleasure to youngsters who, um, who, who otherwise wouldn't maybe get them in terms of music and sports. So I'm going to announce that fairly soon. But what I am going to do is I'm going to be raising the money or try and raise as much money as I can through business workshops. Okay, so I've gone very digital in my business, uh, Trevor Lee Media, in 2020. So I'm going to be looking to run a series of business skills workshops, virtually, of course, 60 minute sessions. There's the 60 bit. And I'm going to charge 44 pounds, which is lower than I would normally charge for something like that. Um, But there's the 44 at 60 bit. So look out for that and tell you, you know, and I'd be great because I want to try and raise all the money through those workshops rather than having to ask everybody to give me a 10, which would be great anyway. Um, Not going to knock that. So um, that's going to be my charge. You're going to get those going for February, March and April. So more news on that, both on my uh, business podcast, the Better Presentations, More Sales podcast, and on this one as well. So that's the plan for, uh, for the fundraising to really make this happen uh, in 2021. Now, of course, I'm also well aware that it could be changed again, you know, that it might end up being in September or October rather than May. So just got to bear that in mind. But, you know, hasn't 2020 been an extraordinary year for runners? Runners are everywhere, you know. I mean, I I don't know about you, but, you know, chances are you've done a few real races, um, but you've tried to keep motivated and all of that sort of stuff. Well, my year began uh, the first Saturday with a Land's End Park run. Never done the Land's End Park run before. It was fairly new. It was, um, I think it'd been going about three months. But January the 4th was its official opening. And Helen Glover was there, Cornwall's Olympic rowing gold medalist with her family to, to cut the tape or whatever she did, declare it you open know, blow the horn at the beginning. Uh, and a cricket mate of mine, Jim McKenna, said, uh, rang me up on the Friday. Actually, I wasn't going to go, and he rang me up and said, "Oh, Trevor, what are you doing tomorrow?" I said, "Well, I'm going to the Trulistic Park Run as usual." He said, "Oh, come to Lands End Park Run. It's the official opening." I'm going. I said, "Are you running, Jim?" Well, don't be silly, Trevor. I'm not running, but I'll go with you. You can pick me up in Penzance and to give me a lift there. So that's what I did. And it was uh, it was a it was an out and back course and a couple of laps at the end. But anyway, I did twenty five thirteen, which was my second ever fastest park run after well joint second ever yeah with Cardiff in two thousand and nineteen. Uh, and well within a minute of my PB for a park run, which is twenty four twenty nine at the Market Raisin Race Racecourse. A shout out for the Market Raisin Race Racecourse park run up in Lincolnshire. So I thought, well, yeah, great, great start to the year, you know, I'm still, you know, for me, I was very pleased with that, to be honest, Uh, really pleased. Um, I ended up doing 12 runs at 80 miles in January, and then in February, did the Bodmin Half Marathon in the middle of February, it was a really wet day, if you remember, but a great lunch out, we had a great lunch out of the Borough Arms, there's a shout out for the Borough Arms in, uh, just outside Bodmin, great carvery, it was, yeah, it was good, good fun, and, uh it was a great day out, really great day out. And, you know, we're all looking forward to the rest of the year at that point. And then a couple of weeks later, I did a, I did a thing called the Classic Jack. Now, this is a, a coastal path race. And this was February the 29th. Um, and you got bust out to St. Just. And then you ran from St. Just to St. Ives. For me, so that was about 18 miles. We're just over 18 miles. And, uh, oh, God, was it wet? I mean, it wasn't wet on the day, but it was just the, the under... You know, I have my uh, torrents on my new, uh, you know, uh, Hocker torrents, Hocker torrents. And, but I was slip sliding all over the place. And at one point, fairly early on, I um, mistook a puddle for a gorge and got, you know, my legs were you know, soaking wet up to my thighs. And then you put your hands in to protect yourself. So your gloves are wet. Um, so, yeah, it could have been a really miserable experience. <laughs> and to be honest, by the time the last hour or so, it wasn't much fun. I was really, you know, just I couldn't, you know, I was shuffling was the best description of things. But anyway, I came in in about five hours, 10 minutes, um, which was a new, another new personal best, really, for time on my feet. Never been out running for more than four hours and 50 minutes before, I don't think. So that was great. Um, but then, of course, life changed, didn't it? You know, we got into March. Beginning of March, one of the first things that happened was I uh, put the news on one morning, as, u- as usual, and Flybe had gone bust. Now... Uh, Flyby were flying from Newquay Airport here in Cornwall and quite a few of us were going to Manchester in the middle of April for the Manchester Marathon. Um, and that was going to be my third ever marathon. I was really looking forward to it. You know, quite a few of us from the club and I'd got an Airbnb sorted out somewhere in Manchester as well. So anyway, Flyby's flights are, are, are you know, cancelled. That's it. And I'm thinking, oh no, you know, this is, I don't really want to drive to Manchester. One of the you know, one of the things was to get on a plane 40 minutes later, you're in Manchester rather than, you know, drive for seven hours and then a particularly drive back, you know. So uh, anyway, I then thought, well, I better just check with my Airbnb and see what the situation is there. Only to discover that my Airbnb had stopped doing Airbnb at the end of the previous year and somehow I'd, I'd missed that So within a matter of about 20 minutes, I'd cancel my Airbnb, got the money back from them. You know, my flight, I put in an application to get the money back from the flight, which I fortunately did as well through my bank. And it meant that, you know, I'd withdraw my Manchester place. And then, of course, it would get postponed anyway. But that was, you know, that was how things suddenly all started. And then I had an entry for Newport Marathon in April. That was off as well. Um, and the uh, the irony with our local park run at this time was that at Trelissic, the field, the, the notorious, famous field or infamous field at Trelissic was so wet, we had to have a new course and that never happened before. So just a couple of diversions. But we were running those in March as well. And then, of course, you know, Boris made the big announcement around about the 16th of March. I think it was lockdown. So there was no more club nights. There was no more park runs. It was all, all off. Um, and, you know, uh, on that Friday, my uh, son and daughter returned from university, one from Cardiff, one from Brighton, and both arrived in Truro within 10 minutes of each other. And at that point, they weren't really doing any running whatsoever. Um, but they suddenly decided they were going to do some running as, as, you know, fairly early on in April, which was great. So I was out running with them. And I decided on that first Saturday when we didn't have a park run that I would have a, uh, a not a park run. And um so I set my own little course went down in if those of you know Truro went down to Malpass Road and did it along there and the second week I did that um I also got my we we did a little film <laughs> where I was playing all the roles of all the park run volunteers and it was all a bit of fun and it was early days of lockdown and it was a you know, it's a bit of a novelty, frankly, you know. And um, and then I started on a Thursday morning running to uh, the, the local shop, well, the local village shop three miles away from Truro, five-mile run there and back, loading up my hydration vest with supplies in the shop, including the, the local paper for my neighbour, and, and kind of got into that habit as well. So I was doing not a park run at 9 o'clock on Saturday mornings, religiously, going to the Thursday shop and then doing a bit of other things in between. My son and I started doing 10-10, tent- tent- Sorry, 10K Wednesday time trials. And then um, in sort of early May, my daughter decided that she wanted to run a half marathon on her birthday, which was June the 9th. So, of course, it was going to be just the two of us. Um, and uh, we planned a course and we did some training. And, uh, you know, and that was great. That was really, really good. Um, Easter went, came and went, of course. And, uh, and, and so the one benefit of Easter, you know, no runs at Easter, is that I am still the defending champion of the Coverack four-and-a-half-mile race, which I won the year before, bizarrely. I mean, it was, A, because it was on Bank Holiday Monday, and that was the Bank Holiday Monday in 2019 when everyone was going back to work on the Tuesday. So the, all holidaymakers had gone home. So there was only, like, half a dozen people in this. Right? You've still got to beat them, though, haven't you? It doesn't matter, you know? So, I, you know, I did win, you know? So I've still, I'm still the champion, the reigning champion. I'll, I'll live on that. <laughs> But what I did notice was that the mileage was racking up, and I'd never run a hundred miles in a month ever before. And in March, I did hundred and eight, um, and having done ninety three in February, and then in April it was one hundred and twenty two, and in May it was one hundred and four, and then at the end of June I had a little break because I was I was I kind of took got a little little groin strain injury um, while I was trying to do a push run. Around Trelissick, did an hour or so, and then really tried to hammer a 5k out, and it didn't quite work. And I so I took 12 days off, um, end of June, beginning of July, Uh, just just to get that announced. And then and then the classic quarter was postponed, of course, not unsurprisingly, in June, but it was announced that it was going to be run at the beginning of September. So it was all lined up to do a relay of two with my uh, my good friend Andy Williams, who's been on this podcast several times. Um, And uh, there we go. So. and then uh, what I wasn't doing, as you know, the, the Truro Running Club was still able to organise small groups of runners because you could meet, I think uh, the rules had changed in the summer and you could meet with six people or something or ten people or twelve, I can't remember what it was now. Um, but it was only in the middle of August where I actually did that for the first time and that was great just to see everybody after what turned out to be about a you know, five or six month hiatus really. Um, and then the club started doing loads of captain's challenges and all that sort of stuff, and I got involved with those, and that was good. Um, I think at one point I was the leader in one of the challenges, mainly because it was how many miles can you run in two weeks, and at 6am on the first Monday I did 10 miles, so I think I was probably top of the leaderboard for a brief period of time. It was my only chance of being there. Um, but by the end of August, I'd clocked up 760 miles for the year. Now that was only five less than I'd done in the whole of 2019, which had been my biggest ever mileage year. So, you know, that was, that was looking good. Um, then my son went back to university. So, um, back to Brighton. So, uh, begin right at the beginning of September. So the 10 K time trials all stopped, um, and then the, you know, the, the park run every Saturday, I'd, I kind of uh, got to the stage where I was running it from my house, I'm running a different course every Saturday, 5K, usually at 9am, um, and still doing the uh, the playing place run. And I think I did it every Saturday and every Thursday, with the one exception of the break in June and July, um, got up to about 20 of those or something like that. So, um, yeah, you know, so that, that changed. Um One of the challenges, one of the club challenges was to do a 5 a.m. challenge. How many miles can you run between 5 a.m. and 8 a.m.? And that was kind of my, you know, sort of, you know, one of those things where I like to focus and think, right, I can do this. So I planned it for a Saturday morning, I think, and you know, and went out there, did seventeen point six miles, uh, which I was really pleased with, because um, I thought it was age adjusted like a lot of the other challenges, but turned out it wasn't. But in the end, I was still third overall on that challenge, so I was really pleased on that, and mainly because hardly anybody else fancied getting up at five a.m. and running for three hours. I mean, who would? I mean, <laughs> oh goodness me, goodness me. Uh, And then at the running club, we started, uh, we we were in October, we started coming back in groups of six again and using Eventbrite, and I was one of the leaders, and that was all good fun. And then, of course, in November, we got closed down again. Um, But we re got it going again in December. At the beginning of December, I actually went to Trelissic, and I did the traditional park run course there. It's the first time I'd run the course, because we were kind of, you know, advised not to run the course that often, Um, because, you know you know, you've got to be careful. You don't want loads of people turning up and doing that sort of stuff. But so I did 27.49. Now, my personal best there is 25.28, I think, something like that. But so yeah, it was good. It was good. And uh, it made me also realise it's quite hard to run a fast time on your own. Um, Although Christmas Eve, I did a 10 uh, 10 mile, what I call the 10 mile time trial, And uh, I was just under the one hour. I was 120, let me check, 128 something, which for me, for 10 miles, being under nine minute miles, to be honest, I was really pleased with. There we go. 128.59, 854 pacing. So that was that was great. So we then did a few Christmas light runs, you know, on Wednesday nights, but we weren't we we stayed away from the city centre in Truro because uh, because it was late-night shopping, um, although the weather was pretty miserable on those runs, um, but, you know, worse still for shoppers, of course. Uh, yeah, so that's it. So uh, I'm sitting here early morning, New Year's Eve, um, and I'm sitting on 97 miles for December, so I'm going to have to go out sometime today and do three miles because then I'll have broken that 100-mile barrier, I think, uh, on five months. So it was March, April, May... Uh, August did it as well, um, and then it'll be December as well. And it will give me the total then, if I do the three miles, of 1,104 miles. So, you know, really pleased with that. Um, My PB previously was uh, 765, so well over that. And it will be run number 158, I think, or maybe 9. No, 159 if I do it today. So that will be uh, more than my 140 last year. And, you know, that's seven miles per run. Um, although the average will come down slightly if have only managed three today. Um, but there we go. So that's, that's been my 2020. So I'd like to say thank you very much to everybody who's uh, been involved in Anything that I've taken part in, in running this year, all the people who've organised the virtual events, um, you know, uh, so a big shout-out to those, to Alex Marples and Claire Menzing particularly for doing those, for Colin Bathe and his wife Nick who've organised the Wednesday nights through Eventbrite and Adrian Tyus, who's, uh, you know, been organising lots of new routes for us and that sort of thing as well. So a big shout-out to them. And, and all my running friends generally who, you know, just kept me motivated. I give a big shout-out to everybody who'd come on the podcast in uh, 2020. In the last episode so I won't repeat that again so there I am I'm looking forward to um, 2021 I'm looking forward to doing this 44 miles I'm feeling good about it at the moment um, I'm going to get some practice out there with a few of my friends who are doing either the full or or, or parts of the course uh, we're going to go and recce bits of the course I think it's a good idea I need to get those poles out there and get you know get used to using them as well so looking forward to doing that, probably start that February, March time, because I think we'll have a better idea. It'll be a bit better conditions for practising on, and I think we'll have a better idea as to the state of play in terms of whether it's going to go ahead in June or whether it will, as this year, be pushed back to September. My money at the moment is that it will be pushed back. I don't think there'll be any major... I think, unfortunately, we're going to have to live with this for a while yet to get through it all, but that, you know, that's what we've got to do. So, if you'd like to come on the podcast and share your running experiences, that would be fantastic. So don't hold back, you know, don't think, oh, I can't do that, you know, I'm too nervous to do that, or that's not my sort of thing because what we'll do is we'll do is we'll do it on Zoom and it will just be like me and you talking as though you're talking to your mates on FaceTime or your friends on FaceTime and I'll be discreetly recording it so you know don't you know just come on you know it's a great experience and if two or three of you want to come on at the same time that you know we can do a two or three you know person interview all at the same time they they'll be great fun as well so you know Zoom is is, is a really great recording tool for these sort of things So anyway, thank you very much for listening in 2020. Please do share this podcast if you think there's anybody out there who would be remotely interested in it whatsoever. That would be fantastic. And uh, have a safe and enjoyable new year. And I look forward to catching up with hopefully most of you in 2021. Thanks for listening.